Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Christmas is often thought of as a time of joy. It is a time of joy. I mean, joy to the world, that's what Jesus came to bring. But I know that a lot of people find themselves sad, depressed from many different things. And I talked a little bit about this last week. And I don't know what God's um, doing, but I I felt this week um, a sense of of depression. I've shared with a few of you before that I have, uh, uh, that I I take an antidepressant myself. that I have many times battled with, with depression. And this week, this past week, um, has just been immobilizing to me. Um, I, I, uh, I have just felt low as I could be. Um, so this morning, I want to turn our eyes to our great shepherd who walks with us in the valley of the shadow of death. Let's read... Um, From this 23rd Psalm. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads... He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's look at this line by line. The Lord is my shepherd. What is a shepherd? Well, a shepherd is one who takes care of the sheep. Jesus talked about how he was the great shepherd. And that's where I really want to go with this. Jesus is our great shepherd. And the way he talked about himself as a great shepherd is he laid his life down for the sheep. There was a hireling that he talked about. A hireling who was supposed to take care of the sheep, but he wasn't the one who owned the sheep. And he just ran off when things got tough. But Jesus, He is the great shepherd. And He would stand against any wolves. He would stand against any beasts that were around to try to attack the sheep. And He laid down His life for the sheep. The Lord is our shepherd in that way. We remember when we face difficulties, when we face things that seem to want to ravage us with depression, with anxiety, with all kinds of things, remember that the Lord is our shepherd and He will be the one who will fight back and protect us from the enemy. And He says, I shall not want. When I was a little kid, I think that was the very first verse that I ever memorized. 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I, I, I thought it said, I, I thought it was communicating, the Lord is my shepherd, that I don't want. Like, I don't want the Lord to be my shepherd. That's what I thought when I was a little kid. And, and as I grew, I came to understand what that means is, no, the Lord is my shepherd, I won't be found in want. I, I, it's not really the way we talk anymore. But I won't lack. God will take care of all of my needs. Now, try telling that to somebody who's a Christian in some foreign country that, that is in, in dire poverty, who has hardly anything. But yet, the Lord will take care of them and will sustain them and will sustain them with everything that they need to, to keep their faith whole. When, when we struggle and we wonder where, where, where it's going to come from to, to pay our bills or to, to, to have something to eat on the table or just any of those things, the Lord is there. He is our shepherd. He takes care of us. And we won't ultimately be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. The idea here, he's making him lie down on the green pastures and pushing that, that green down, that, that green grass. That, that should be the place where they're eating, isn't it? But instead, he's making him lie down on that. Meaning that the land is so plentiful, it's so full of, of green gra- grass that they could just lie down where... The, where the green grass is and not just, just um, anywhere. It's, it's not just for feeding, but, but they would lay down in it. It make me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. That word, when it, whenever it says still waters, it's restful waters. It's that, the same word that... Uh, that we get the name Noah from. Noah means rest. And, and here it says, he'll, He leads me, he, um, leads me beside the restful waters. It's peaceful. And He restores my soul. When we're down, when we don't know what to do next, when, when things... Come at us. The Lord can restore our soul. Verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Where have you walked this week? Am I the only one who struggled with depression? It's common. Many of us. I don't know. If anybody else in here has struggled with it or not, but it's so common that uh, it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if someone else has shared that with me this week. And it might feel like we're walking through a valley of, of the shadow of death. But we can remember that He's with us. We don't have to fear any evil. For He is with us. His rod and His staff Comfort us. How does his rod and his staff comfort us? 
We think of the rod as, a, a, as, a, as something of, of punishment, don't we? We think of spare the rod, spoil the child. But it was a, it was a weapon that the, that the um, shepherd would use to beat back the wolves when they would come. So when we are going through that low place, when we're going through that valley of deep darkness, we can see the shepherd's staff and his rod and they're there and they comfort us because we know that he is there to beat back any enemy that comes after us. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. God prepares this banquet for us. His children, His sheep. He prepares a banquet for us that's just overwhelming with all kinds of rich food. And He does that where? In the presence of our enemies. Because those enemies aren't going to do anything to us because the shepherd is there to protect us and keep us safe. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. David here, he was the anointed king. His head was anointed. God is the one who anointed him as king, who set him up with a line. He promised David that he would have a son that would sit on his throne forever and ever You can imagine how this would give David joy and how he would have a cup that overflows. This just picture of a cup that's just filled with water and just overflowing. Picture of abundance. And he says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Goodness and mercy. Goodness, we we kind of understand that. It's the idea of good things. But mercy, that's the idea of of loving kindness that we see in other places. It's, It's a covenantal love. God's covenantal love for His people. And this goodness and mercy, it says, shall follow me. But that word there is is an idea of pursuing after. Goodness and mercy. And mercy will pursue after me all of my days. All of my life. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that. Even for the psalmist. I mean, he, he, he walked right through the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, right? Where were goodness and mercy whenever he was walking through the valley of the shadow of death? They were there all along. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. While we face many different struggles and things that get us down, we remember that the Lord works all things together for good for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. So goodness and mercy follow us. They pursue us. Even when we're not aware of their presence. Because God works everything together for our good. 
and for His glory. And finally it says, And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It is a joy to to gather together as a church, to gather together as God's people. We call this the house of the Lord. We But there is a greater house. We look forward to whenever Christ comes again. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever with Him. We will be in His presence. Earlier Psalms, I think chapter 15 is one of them, talks about who shall ascend the Lord's hill? Who shall dwell in His tent? One who has clean hands and a pure heart. David here says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The only way we can do that is through our trust in Jesus, through our trust in the good shepherd who lays down his life for us, who makes us lie down in green pastures, who feeds us, who cares for us, He has an abundant blessing for us all. Let us trust in the shepherd today. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.